0: <coughs> yeah.
1: We are ready.
0: We are ready. Cast in the motherfucking house my name is darian i am here once again with another dose of horror bs and other chicanery for you miss monica is joining me this week i am here why you already sound put upon and beleaguered I do, uh, 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 do i have that taxing of a personality that five minutes after you walk in the door you're like oh <laughs> This fucking guy with his shit again. I was venting. I was You can be honest. You can be honest with me. I know I can be a bit much from time to time, baby doll. I understand that. I know how I know I have that effect, especially on women. How are you? We missed you last week.
1: Yeah. You were I... at
0: Sturgis. You were at a biker rally.
1: Well, I didn't get to go to Sturgis. You
0: were uh... Summoned two Sturgis, yes, for alternative reasons. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you want to talk about this on the show. It's not. If not, it's fine.
1: Well, it's a long story. It is. It but is I um, was supposed to be the driver, and somebody else swore that they wanted to drive. And at the last fucking. minute, uh, they decided they had more important things to do. So then I flew into Denver, right, to take over, right. But there was nothing (gasps) to take over by that time because tensions were flying.
0: Uh, Dude, I tell you what. I tell you what, my friend. Uh Uh, You're you're telling me I got to go to Sturgis. I'm down with that. Uh I like like that. I've always wanted to go. I have not been there. Uh, Well, I have, but not during the big show. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't bring... Okay, so you got there on like Monday night. Which is which is like uh, showing up to the movie as the the cr- the credits are rolling.
1: No, they got there on Sunday. They night. got there on Sunday. So that, yes, that's just because like it was like opening and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. So come on, man. Yeah, you didn't even get to. I don't understand that. Well, I understand because they needed you. You had a job yeah. flying in there.
2: Uh-huh. But
0: okay, that's like saying, hey, show up to the to the carnival. But don't watch anything. Just pick up the popcorn that people spilled. Yeah,
1: I'm fuck
0: off. Sorry. Fuck off with that. No, I'm not going to that carnival. It sounds miserable.
1: Yeah, the trip I was promised afterwards never happened. God, so. fucking damn yeah, it. yeah,
0: dude. I love a road trip. <laughs> I you got to be very selective on who you take your road trips with. I know. That's and the this problem. is
1: why I hate like uh with the mother-in-law. Mhm. Just because she's done something like when we went to Maui with her. Right. I wanted to do the bicycle ride down mm-hmm. from the volcano. Yeah. No, she already mm. did that once. There's nothing fun about it, so we didn't do it. We wanted to go deep sea fishing. Oh, um, she doesn't like the smell of diesel, so we didn't get to go. What the fuck are
2: you <gasps> going
0: on vacation with your mother-in-law for? Thank you. That's, that's, that's strike, what I said. That is strike one right there. Strike two and three are right around the corner. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: and then you don't want to go with people that are pinching pennies.
0: No, no. You
1: oh. owe $5.02.
0: $5 okay let me tell you let me tell you, let me let me give you the middle finger and then we'll talk about the yeah, $5 yeah let me tell you about
1: my driving time that yeah. i was doing the driving while you were having the good time
0: yeah how about i punched in for this fucking trip i got the clock
1: the day after we got home, there was nothing but cleaning and repairing to do oh, on the trailer. Oh, my ass. And when we pulled into the Maverick, you know, they had a long line of people with oh, yeah, trailers sure. dumping. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there going, you know, when the owner owns something, the friends all disappear after the Shocking. trip. Shocking. Nobody comes Shocking. around. Shocking. <laughs> It Isn't that bizarre? Was, it was the same thing when we had a boat. I yeah? used to get so mad. I don't blame you. Because everybody would come for the good time, the hundred dollar fuel that yeah. we forked over, but nobody wanted to stay and clean. Oh. Hey, can can we wash this at your house? well no that'll cost me money
0: and i don't want to do it i don't want to do that monica that's the main thing yeah if i'm the loser friend that just got hammered and probably threw up on your boat (laughs) um sorry okay bye yeah uh let me splash water. okay okay, bye. bye bye friends god damn it man
1: See, I always I learned my lesson yeah? with my one friend. Okay, the one that never had money. Yeah, I now when I'm with her, I always bring all kinds of cash and I fork it over for the bill. I'm like, here is. Here is the money for dude, the tab,
0: dude. Let me tell you about this dick bag I used to hang with. All right, I know, I know. We're gonna do a horror podcast yeah. here in a second, but I just gotta regale you. I'm gonna, regale, I'm gonna let this be a cautionary tale to all of our inmates out there. This asswipe would call me, invite me to lunch. Uh-huh. Hey man, yeah. let's go to lunch. Let's go hang out. Let's go. Uh, what do you want? Porta subs, uh, subway. What do you want? Oh sure, dude. I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would get in line in front of me. Okay. Uh-huh. He would order his sandwich or uh, whatever. Yeah. He always made sure he was in front of me. That's yeah, fine. Uh-huh. Gets to, gets to where... Okay. Um, you know, uh, uh, $12, please, sir. And then he would look at me and go, Now you're going to make me feel like an asshole, aren't you? Oh, my God. What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have any money. Motherfucker, you invited me oh. out Dude. to lunch, and now you're going you to... You, they have your sandwich. It's right there. You can't, yeah. you can't not pay for it now. Yeah. You piece of shit. This is his move. After a while, I started. There was like a good three three month chunk where he'd call me up and be like, "Hey, you go get something to eat? You hungry?" No, man, no. no. I'm not
1: hungry at all. No, hell no. That's exactly what she used to do with me. Oh, God. Let's go to lunch, and then we'd be sitting there. Yeah. Um, are you going to pay or what? And she'd be like, I don't have any money. And I'd be like, oh, are you kidding me? Then don't invite me, because mm. I didn't need to come to lunch.
0: Well, there was another guy who <laughs> used to be a co-host on this podcast. <laughs> they would get all angry and indignant about it. You know what I mean? <sighs> uh, okay, uh, so you got, uh, you got the chicken sandwich supreme and the... Uh, I think you about six. You know what? Give me eight dollars. We'll call it even. <laughs> I don't have any fucking money. <laughs> You're mad at me now. Oh cause my god! I, I have to pay for your fat ass. How dare you? How dare, How you? dare you? All right, we got oh. a goddamn horror show here, people. We got horror news, listener mail, uh, free loading friends du yes. jour. Let's jump right into some uh, horror news, if we could, Miss Monica. Now I feel like I've done some venting. I feel like I owe you 12 bucks an hour. You, didn't, you weren't expecting that when you, sh- when you showed up to, to this week's show, did you?
3: Horror
1: news.
0: All right, kiddo, what do you got? Well,
1: I don't really have anything, but I did see the biggest news of all time, and I'm sure you got it. What is that? Uh, Morgan Creek is working on a reboot for The Exorcist. I saw that. Coming
0: 2021. And I figured you would have that. That's why I didn't write it down, (laughs) because I know when there's Exorcist news... Miss Monica is the she has her finger on the pulse of the Exorcist.
1: I well, I read the whole entire article and nothing has been released yet, so I'm okay. a little bummed out. But I'm a kind reboot. of scared.
0: I'm not. I, I I mean,
1: please don't make it PG thirteen.
0: Don't do that. Do not. Do not do that. Uh, you
1: can't.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that. It's a reboot, so they could just take that fucking. They could just go wherever they want with it and say fucking whatever.
1: Don't make it like the Amityville horror. No. That
0: is such a nutsack franchise, The Exorcist. Well. Exorcist, horror classic. No doubt about it. Exorcist 2, dog shit. Didn't really make any sense if you think about it. Mm -mm. Exorcist 3. Pretty good, I thought. You didn't like it. You didn't like Exorcist. Well, right?
1: you just have to forget two altogether. Yeah, don't even. Just don't even. Don't even. It's like
0: it's like Nightmare on Elm Street too. You just got to pretend it never happened, <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then we get into that all that weird prequel stuff with uh, Skellen Skarsgård and uh, him going to Iraq and digging around.
1: I did like that one. I wasn't That one at it. freaked me out, especially you know when you see the devil over there. And then when, oh, with the cave and stuff. Oh, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. I was
0: not mad at that. Um, There's actually two completely different Exorcist prequels that came out. Well, one of them never came out. But oh, okay. they made the first one, which uh-huh. was supposed to be a thing. And then the studio saw it, said, uh, we don't like any of this, fired everybody. Oh, the, the film is still out there somewhere uh-huh. in wow. the, the cosmos. And then basically brought in a whole new cast, whole new crew, writers, everything, retooled the entire goddamn thing.
1: Wow. Yeah. Geez, now I really want to see the original. Me too. What, what did they do with that? I
0: don't know. I would like to know the, uh, I'd like huh. to at least get an idea of what was, was going on there. Yeah, and who
1: was the actors in it? I don't know. Oh. Ugh,
0: I don't even know. Wow. All right, dude. Well, I got a few things here. Yes. My all-time top of my celebrity bang list, Rachel Weisz.
1: Oh, I saw
0: that. God damn, I cannot get <laughs> enough of her. Uh-huh. She's. I think she, she's older than me. I know that. She's got to be pushing at least 55-ish. No. No?
1: Older? No, younger. Dude. Uh, I Google it right now. Okay, you Google that. (laughs) She is going
0: to star in Amazon's Dead Ringers series adaptation. I know. I recently rewatched the Dead Ringers movie. That
1: movie just dements me.
0: It dements you?
1: I just, I'm like...
0: It's very simple, really.
1: It's so traumatizing, though. It
0: is, and it makes you not want to go to the hospital again, ever.
1: But I don't... I never understood, like, which brother was doing what at the point where they butchered her at the end there.
0: Oh, that was the drug addict brother. That's the problem. So, okay, as I understand it, I could be completely wrong. Got the two twins. Yes. One of them is, like, the... Top-notch surgeon of all time. Yes. The other one is still a decent surgeon, but he's also a fucking drug addict. And he's been fired from multiple hospitals. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of a nut. He's he's a dicko. And I don't use the term dicko lightly there, Monica. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dicko brother kills uh, surgeon brother and then starts taking his cases as though nothing happened and fucking everything up.
1: Oh, he killed the the good brother? That's
0: what I gather. Or oh in some other way incapacitates him because it gets very psychedelic there in the middle.
1: Yeah, see I always get confused there.
0: That's what I extrapolated to. Like when from him.
1: they start showing more of her coming to the apartment yeah. and you'll see the and then there's that the, the sober brother and then all of a sudden he's strung out. Well I'm not
0: like, yeah, not only is he taking his cases, he's also nailing his wife and uh oh, so she's basically fifty. Fifty years old. huh. Bang the living piss right out of that one all right then uh, you know
1: she's married to daniel craig
0: is she oh god 007 i don't know if i could fight that guy <laughs> i don't know i'll do it for rachel weiss i'll fight him. That's just i thought she was couple. married to some uh, fashion designer or no something. that's not an married. odd couple
1: that's daniel craig i ah, think uh, i is that uh selma hayek no that's she's right. married to a billionaire
0: yes but he was also a fashion designer I oh think. okay Shit, man! Yeah, <laughs> I'm not fighting. To, I'm not gonna fight. To, uh,
1: That'll be interesting. What the the dead ringers?
0: Yes, I would like uh, them to gender swap.
1: What are they gonna to play Rachel on? Two Rachel
0: Weisses. It's it's gonna be on Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Okay,
1: we should get something good then.
0: I hope so. I'm I'm psyched for that. Uh, mm. The babysitter. You remember that little gem? Yes. Sequel coming out. The babysitter killer oh. queen. Is going to hit Netflix in September. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> what are you allin about? You're mad at Netflix.
1: No, You're I'm just, I'm just. The whole title just makes it Killer sound. Killer Queen. Re- yeah.
0: Well, I mean, but, it kind of fits with where we left off. It's like a whole witchcraft kind of a thing.
1: How did that one end?
0: Um, they blew up the, uh, they blew up the whole house and, uh, they all died except for the kid. The, the the kid that was supposed to be the sacrifice.
1: Oh, okay. So it was the, okay, so I remember and that, that included,
0: now. Uh, the the neighbor girl's uh douchebag uh, dad.
1: This one was the one with the yellow paint, right?
0: Yellow paint. No, you're thinking of um Better Watch
3: Out.
1: I thought Better Watch Out was the one girl babysitting the little boy.
0: Right. The, then he the, swings the yellow paint bucket and kills Home Alone style. Oh,
1: the babysitter was like the four teenagers, yeah, right? The, yeah. the hot chick, the, the jock rapper. boyfriend. Yeah, the jock. Okay. And
0: then. Okay.
1: Yeah, I and got they, it now.
0: They were supposed to sacrifice the kid so they get yes. all, but it backfires, and the kid okay. turns out to be a badass. Huh. Uh, I liked the original babysitter. I thought it was bad. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Who was that? Margot? Was it Margot Robbie? Or no, uh, Samara Weaving. Played the babysitter. Hot. Oh, okay. Hot Samara Weaving. Uh, does, okay, so you've seen, have you seen a movie called Hush? Mm-hmm. Have you seen, uh, you saw Gerald's Game? Yeah. Okay, it's a Mike Flanagan situation here. Oh, okay. And there's a cool Mike Flanagan continual continual universe. Uh-huh. So hang out with me on this. <clears throat> the main character in Rush Was an uh, author. You remember that? Yes. And she wrote a book called Midnight Mass.
1: Okay. Now oh, okay, she was working on her book.
0: Yes, yes. when the whole home invasion thing mm-hmm. started. Now, fast forward to Gerald's game, mm-hmm. uh, Carla Gugino is mm-hmm. tied up to the bed and she's trying to get that paperback novel that was on the shelf. Right. It was called Midnight Mass. Oh. Also directed by Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan has now begun filming his horror series for Netflix entitled Midnight Mass. Huh.
1: Now, That's he, very interesting. He's got a
0: whole universe going because he did Oculus. Uh huh. He did Ouija, uh, the second Ouija movie. Okay. With, now Oculus had that mirror, right? right? It was called the Lasser glass. Mm-hmm. That mirror shows up in the basement of that Ouija movie.
1: That's right. I that remember I refused that. I refuse to
0: watch. I refused to watch uh, that movie. Why? Because that first one was fucking horseshit. Oh. My. And I will not. I will not. <gasps> support a franchise that disappoints me the way that one did
1: oh my god i don't care monica it gave me jump scares so yeah but
0: everything gives you jump scares that's not true you came into my house my dogs (laughs) gave you two jump scares before you even made it into the kitchen forget it are you what have you are you a fan of the supernatural the the tv show no not at all i just couldn't
1: get into it have
0: you have you seen any of it yeah. Okay. You know the uh, old
1: co-host tried to talk me into watching it.
0: Which old co-host? Mike. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, always trying. I I did uh, like two or three seasons. It becomes very repetitive. Uh, it's canceled or it's not canceled. They've retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jensen Ackles. hmm He plays one of the the dudes. hot one. He has just signed on to The Boys season mm-hmm. three.
1: Oh, okay. He's gonna be a dick. I can um, see it.
0: I don't know. Why would he be a dick?
1: Well, he just has that, like.
0: <laughs> Dicky? <quality. laughs> that chemistry
1: that He's, he would be a dickhead. He in was
0: pretty good <laughs> in that uh, My Bloody Valentine remake. Yeah. I liked him a lot now. Uh huh. I was rooting for him. Uh, lastly, the name Jim Mickle, Ring Any Bells? Mm. He directed uh, The Steaklands.
1: Oh. You've seen,
0: oh. seen Steakland, right? Uh huh. You haven't seen Stakeland?
1: Oh, Stakeland, yes. Yeah. The vampire, vampire one. Vampire Apocalypse, yes. dude. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: he has just signed on to direct from a Buick 8, which is a Stephen King book. Oh. Uh, it's basically, it's not, its it sounds kind of Christine-y, uh-huh. but it's basically a car that carries bad luck with it. Oh, a lot okay. Of bad shit happens wherever oh, this Oh, that car- might be and, good. You know, people are like, "Oh, I bought the car, but all this shit is going wrong, so I'm just going to go leave it in a gas station parking lot <laughs> with the keys in the ignition." <laughs> and then the poor schmuck that works at the gas station, like, "Oh, there's a free car," uh-huh. so he takes it home, and fucking bullshit follows him everywhere. Wow. So that's where that's going, man. Okay. I mean, I would it.
1: like to see that.
0: I'm going to check it out. We I never need read a the book. New
1: car movie.
0: It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we had a decent car yes. killer car movie. We had that fucking mm. car sequel yeah. on Netflix that no. had nothing to do with anything.
1: How about if they remade Christine?
0: I mean, that's a John Carpenter. that a lot of people say that's John Carpenter's worst film. Really? I would disagree.
1: I that was a good movie. Have
0: you not seen The Ward? The Ward was terrible.
1: Oh, that was stupid. That was poopy.
0: That, yes. that was poopa doop. You can you can quote me on that, inmates. The ward a doop.
1: Yes, here in the was. padded room podcast.
0: I concur. Monica, that's a second on the poop-a-doop. doop. <laughs> All right, you maniac. We got some listener mail to get into here. Are you ready for this? Yes. I don't know that I am.
1: listener mail
0: Balamo. let's start off with a few voice man or emails actually uh let's get down to sydney australia australia here comes tim hi tim our coworker over at the horror for dummies podcast i was
1: listening to their one thing today their
0: though. one which one thing
1: the one little 20-minute show oh, they have. Uh, that they... The Netflix thingy. The, yeah. I can't think of the name it's right like now. It's like month, the monthly yes. massacre
0: thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's one of my favorites. Uh, subject line, hello, beautiful people. <laughs> hey, guys. How's things this week? Darian, thanks for giving me the month of September. I hope you got my list of films I requested. Terror Dome? Fucking fuck it. I'm taking Big Man Japan.
3: That a boy,
0: Tim. Monica. You know what? Your vote doesn't count this week, I decided. Oh, okay. <laughs> Much love, guys. <laughs> XXX. Well, thanks for writing in, Tim. Monica, yeah. who do you think would win <clears throat> in a fight between Big Man Japan and King Adora?
1: Wait, which one is King King Adora?
0: <laughs> I, I I don't know. I forgot. He <laughs> He's your fighter. He's the three-headed dragon.
1: Oh, I don't even know my fighter's no, name. No, you don't. I'm taking my fighter. You should take Big
0: Man Japan.
1: I am taking...
0: It's me versus you God. this week. Oh. I got Big Man Japan.
1: Okay, well, right. we'll see who the listeners...
0: Well, let's see. ...end let's, up
1: determining.
0: Let's do it. <clears throat> right on, Tim. Thank you for writing in, my man. Uh, here comes a brand new Patreon subscriber. Woo! Who is it? It's actually a not so new Patreon subscriber. It's Tony. Hi Tony. Uh he basically unsubscribed and resubscribed is what he, <laughs> he did. He was angry it's at fun. you. No, he's mad. I get that. He's mad at me. Uh Tony, you got yourself the month of October. Please don't fuck it up. October. Uh let's get up to PUE up uh Washington. Here comes Connie.
1: Hi, Connie.
0: Connie's in the house. Subject line, hey, you guys. Yes? Well, I can't let another week go by without writing in, so here I am. First things first. Teradome. Did some research on this one, and by that I mean I watched the movies containing the opponents. King Ghidorah would take this one no problem. Big Man Japan seemed to win his battles by pure luck. I don't think he would be all that lucky against a three-headed monster. Although I did feel kind of sorry for the guy. He... Could have spent some time listening to your podcast. Maybe then he would have been a little happier, at least entertained. Well, thank you very much, uh, Connie. Uh, I have you watched Big Man Japan? No. You should watch that. <laughs> you should watch it, Monica. I
1: don't it, have any time, dude.
0: It's 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 like a kaiju comic. Oh. Okay. He's just a big guy with a. He's a big guy in his underwear, and he's got a stick. Oh. And most of the time he tries to talk the monsters out of shoving off. Uh-huh. But there's weird monsters. Oh, it was... and
1: it's anime?
0: No, no, no. Oh. It's... No, it's a real movie. It's on show. Oh. I wasn't able to catch Julia's eyes this past week, but I did find some time for Cargo. As you would say, I wasn't mad at it, but it was a pretty sad ending. Even though you already knew how it was going to end, not much of a surprise there. Thanks, buddy. I also caught the what-are-you-looking-at films from last week and have to say there was a lot of actors that caught me off guard. First, there was Bilbo Baggins, a.k.a. Martin Freeman in Cargo, all grown up, no longer looking like the Hobbit thing. I rather enjoyed his performance. Second, Kristen Vangsness from Criminal Minds showed up in Dave Made a Maze. I didn't know she was in uh, Criminal Minds. I never watch any of those crime shows.
1: Hmm, i don't either have
0: you watched dave made a maze no it's interesting it's an interesting situation uh oh
1: that's the one you were discussing
0: yeah the guy makes makes a cardboard maze in his living room and then you get in there and it's like a whole other i never
1: even heard of it
0: it's on i think i found it on amazon Hmm. uh i think she pulled out the crazy for this one but found it funny nonetheless third not only were William Baldwin and Richard Greco in Minutes to Midnight, but so was Christopher Judge from Stargate, the TV series. Teal's, what, Tealc would have kicked some of that kid's ass. And Millie Bobby Brown was in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm. Makes me realize how I miss Stranger Things. It was a reunion week of sorts, I guess. That's all for this week. Stay safe and healthy. Connie from P.U. Up. Washington,
1: Powala
0: Pialup, I believe is, is how it's correctly pronounced. Monica, it is.
1: I thought it was Pu.
0: No, it's Pialup. Oh, Pingalup. <laughs> <laughs> See, buddy's not here to correct me, so I can really butcher that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, right on, Connie. Thank you very much uh, for writing in. Thanks, Connie. Uh, here, let's get <clears throat> uh, right back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, Terra Dome. Eden in and Room. Hope everyone is well and surviving the smoke this week. Mm. Quick picks for the Terra Dome. I have to go with Darian's pick of Big Man Japan. Not because he could actually win the fight, but just because of that Don King hair and the constant look of constipation oh, boy. on his face. I love that about you, cowboy. Quick little bit of homework as I continue to listen back. Got a few laughs on the comments about getting drunk on hand sanitizer.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I know one young lady that can do that. I'll do it right now. She will. I've got plenty of hand sanitizer. We can get her hammered. And wouldn't be partially surprised if many people were doing that currently, especially after the whole Tide Pod idiocy. Didn't have a chance to watch watch Immersion Therapy yet, but it's been on my list for a while. Hope everyone has a great week. Cowboy.
1: Thanks, Cowboy. Oh,
0: wow. He's got a couple of pictures here. Who had fire tornado for August? Uh, That's a nice one. God, I hope that's not local. Horror movie rule number 346. If you find something unusual, poke it with the stick. That's exactly right, cowboy. And that goes double for dead bodies, by the way. That kind
1: of rhymes,
0: almost. Poke it with, if you find something unusual, Mm -hmm. poke it with a stick. Mm -hmm. It's got a nice beat to it. Yeah. If you find something unusual, poke it with a stick. It could be like a 90s rap. Okay. Down to uh, Bakersfield. Here comes Tony. Subject line, Darian is still a turd. (laughs) Greetings, padded room. So I found Julia's eyes, and it was easier than trying to find Mexico Barbaro. But it still wasn't on any streaming service. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I'd fire you, but I could convince any other schmuck to do this job for the same pay. I'll have to think of another way. Hmm. When you guys are going back on YouTube... When are you guys going back on YouTube Live? I have questions that I need answers... Two and i don't want to wait for the response like was i the only one that really wanted to see julia naked uh no you were not tony because i was very much into julia and sandra why were they looking for flashlights and candles in a blind woman's house fair question is it just me or are julia's nipples always hard yes they are tony and i love that about her also, the best line in the movie was when the next door neighbor's daughter said, "My father had nothing to do with it. he's just old and lonely, and you're hot <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true she's true on all three uh, of those counts. Cargo was fine i've seen it before after I watched a short film. It was based on if you think cargo is slow and boring, then just watch the short it's the same exact same ex- same exact thing except it's only like five minutes long." Big Man Japan is some wackadoodle bullshit of a movie. I vote Big Man Japan. Thank you very much, Tony. Okay, until next time, Tony. Bye,
1: Tony. Thanks for
0: writing in, amigo. Uh, Well done, sir. And you have got yourself the month of October. Please don't fuck it up, because I think last October we had to do like action horror movies, which really sucked. It was Cake Wolf's Pick. And uh, we did, like, The Last Witch Hunter and a bunch of weird anime stuff. And... uh, Oh, yeah. Can we just do some some horror movies for October, Tony? Please? Can that that be the thing? Because last October was not very cool. We got some voicemails here, kiddo. Okay. Let's start off in Southern California with your pod boyfriend, the one and and only Mr...
3: Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy! Hey-o, Padded Room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? We're good. Hey, I hope everybody's there. I hope everyone is doing well. I uh, ain't got much. just wanted to get in real quick and uh, Terror Dome there. Yeah. And we got uh, King Ghidorah and uh-huh. Big Man Japan. And I think uh, Darian made a good argument for Big Man Japan. Um, <laughs> he's got a stick and... Oh well, fuck it, that's good enough for me. Sure. Big man, Japan. Motherfucker's got a stick, man. Also, uh, you know what? I was, uh, last week, Darian took a pretty good beating, I guess, from the inmates, and I, did. Uh, I actually did some research, and you know what? He, he was right. I can tell the difference between Japanese and Chinese, <laughs> uh, mostly because from the research I was doing, I was watching the same videos as Darian. Okay, and I noticed they use a lot more pixelation. It's in true. Uh, Japanese. That's so, right. All right, my apologies, uh, Darian. I guess you were right <laughs> on that one. Hey, uh, also on the educating Mr. Darian. Mm hmm. So, what the fuck? You got, you were giving me some good clues for a while there and all and that, I think you got some obscure shit no, here. No. And uh, it's either like super obscure. No. Or once you tell us what it was, I'll be like, oh, motherfucker, I should have yeah. known that one. Yeah. Anyway, ain't got much else. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now.
0: Bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thank you very much for calling in, Amigo.
1: Did they figure out who you were?
0: Yeah. Alan's about to uh, to put me to rest here. Speaking of Alan, here it, it comes. It almost
1: sounded like it was uh, the...
0: What do you think? Uh,
1: whatever. Uh, huh. My favorite movie. Um,
0: it's not your favorite the, movie. Yeah. It, it
1: almost, the beginning part sounded like okay. it. Okay.
0: What uh, What do you think uh, it is? Michael King. Michael. Oh, the possession of Michael mm-hmm. King. No.
1: But then I was like, "Oh, was witchcraft like that?" No, mm.
0: no, no. You're
1: the construction site threw me off.
0: You're very close. <gasps> um, Alan's gonna. Alan's gonna expose me here in two seconds. All the way from Alabama with the uh, the nail in the coffin. Here comes Mister Allen. Cha cha. Hi, uh, the room. What's up? to it's it's up, you come your podcast. Yeah, buddy hope
3: everybody's doing good. Uh, Tarot home. Jimmy, big man, Japan and his good ass stick. And
0: Darian, are you, uh, white noise? Yeah. That's all I got. Y'all have a
1: good one. Bye. You got it, Alan. Oh, the Michael Keaton. Michael movie?
0: Keaton, white noise.
1: Ah, oh, see, I don't remember. I remember watching it once, but I don't remember the movie. It's, I have to
0: rewatch it's it. It's very forgettable, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> and, uh, it's not very good i mean the the premise is pretty solid but it's hmm. okay it, it's once it goes wacky it gets very very wacky and that's hmm. that's always a problem for me i was white noise tom hardy alan got me the son of a bitch that's all we got on the listener mail there kiddo do you have anything for alan cha-cha tom hardy tony tim connie or the cowboy Thanks, guys. I love you guys. Thank
1: you for listening. You guys are the
0: best. Uh, you, uh, you ready to get in this movie? Mm-hmm. You sure?
1: This non-horror movie? It's a horror movie. Where was this a
0: horror movie? I'll get into that in two <laughs> seconds. Thank you very much. <laughs> Julia's eyes coming at you.
2: Según los forenses, no hay duda de que Sara se quitó la vida anoche. Lo siento, Julia. Según me han informado, sufría de una enfermedad degenerativa. Una pérdida progresiva de la visión. Como mi mujer. ¿Y si no estaba sola? ¿Y si estaba con alguien? Uh, Julia, sabes que no te conviene angustiarte. Mi hermana viene aquí con un hombre, ¿no? El hombre invisible. Un vacío. Una ausencia. ¿Cómo quiere que encontremos a un hombre al que nadie parece haber visto? Ni siquiera usted. ¿Sabes que hay alguien que vigila todos nuestros movimientos? Julia. Por Dios. ¿Quién? ¿Quién? ¿Quién eres?
0: That's right, Monica. Yes. It's Julia's Eyes from 2010.
1: Every time I hear Julia, I think of Julia Child.
0: Really? Yeah. The the (laughs) cooking, the lady cooks white. I think of uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, obviously. Okay. (laughs) Of uh, Seinfeld and that other show. Uh, It's Julia's Eyes from 2010. This one's coming in at 6.7 stars on IMDb. Written and directed by Guillaume Morales. Stars Balen Reda luis homar and pablo durqui i'm probably butchering those names i apologize uh this one is not actually rated it's we're going right back to España, there monica we just came from veronica land and now we're we're making a sharp u-turn right back into julia's eyes what do you huh. think of that okay you're not into it you don't like spanish movies i didn't pick this foreign horror
1: no, I'm just all, confused because I could have sworn when I, maybe I misheard you, but mm. I thought when I hit play and was watching it, it was a, a what's his name? Guillermo Don't del Toro. Toro.
0: Produced okay. this movie. Okay, so He so was I, the was he's a producer on this okay. one. Okay. So there's that. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. This is actually a pretty good show, I thought. Uh we are going to start off on a dark and stormy night in somewhere in Spain mm-hmm. where a uh uh middle-aged young lady is having some kind of a spat in her home. Mm-hmm. Uh we can tell right off the bat she's blind. Mm-hmm. Blunt because she's got those uh those silent hill eyes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, the creepy eyes. The scorpion. She looks like Scorpion from mm-hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat. And uh, she's like yelling at people that aren't there and come out, you motherfucker. I know you're here, you son of a bitch. And uh, there's something happening in the house, clearly, because Mm -hmm. she believes that somebody's there. She's yelling at somebody. Uh, She's got a knife. She's like pointing the knife. Get, you come out of here, you fucker. Uh, We see somebody or something, some human like form in the corner Mm -hmm. and then it starts playing a song on the stereo she's like i knew it was you you cocksucker that i hate that song Mm. and then uh to make a long story short she goes down to the basement and hangs herself Mm -hmm. which is pretty brutal Mm. Mm -hmm. um now the <clears throat> the lady in question. I was what?
1: I was talking the whole time during that scene. I Were was you? like, "Yeah, lady, just go down there and hang yourself because you're blind anyway." Oh, so
0: Monica! <laughs> you can't! Wow! Even, I know how. How awful dare of you? Me. You are a terrible human being. <laughs> I mean, I think blindness. If I had to pick like a an ailment or a disability, blindness would probably be at the bottom of the list. I actually think being deaf would be pretty cool because I don't want to hear what anybody has to say to begin with.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, but if you suffer from ringing in the ears, I wonder that would if you drive would... You crazy. You right? would hear... Uh, it drives me crazy. You have ringing in your ears? Yeah. What's that all about? It's horrible. Did
0: you take a blow to the head at some point? I heard boxers get that.
1: Uh there was a moment that I Okay, I, got I don't dropped, know that we need to uh, <laughs> but, no, I'm just saying Exploring family I drama. I wonder No, it wasn't like that. Oh, okay, I'm just then. saying I wonder if that's what you would hear if you were deaf that I,
0: zzz, I hope not. Oh. Well, I imagine after a while you don't hear anything at all. You know what I mean? It's like when you walk into the stinky room, it's only stinky for a few minutes. I
1: don't like dead silence like I will, I, I can't I, can't do I have it. the fish tank or I have something going to I drown can't go to sleep unless
0: the TV's on Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing anyway she kills herself there in the basement that's Mm -hmm. fucked up now the young the the lady that does it her name is sandra Mm -hmm. she's a bit of a milf is what Mm -hmm. i'd call her and she's wearing a low-cut situation Mm -hmm. and she is well endowed Mm -hmm. and that's going to be a recurring theme throughout (laughs) the entire movie because uh from there we're going to cut across spain or wherever we're taking place to an observatory where we find her identical to well Somewhat identical twin sister Julia, Mm -hmm. uh, who is working on a like a high speed telescope situation. She's like, "Hey, we got to bring the the Hubble around so we Mm -hmm. can study those images." And as soon as Sandra, you know, hangs herself, Mm -hmm. Julia collapses and she's like, "Oh, I can't, my neck. Oh, it's my sister. I gotta go." And then she takes off. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we're going to cut to a couple days later. Julia and her husband Isaac, or Isaac, as he's called in the movie. Uh, roll up to Sandra's place where they find her dead body there in the basement. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to learn a few things here about Sandra and Julia and what's going on with them. Now, Sandra was blind as Mm -hmm. a bat, as it were. And the problem is that she has a degenerative eye disease, which apparently Julia also has, Mm -hmm. but not at the advanced state that Sandra had. So Julia can see uh, for now. Now, I don't know if, there, if this is a real disease, I certainly hope not, but apparently stress can cause uh, the disease to worsen. So right now, Julia can see, but she's kind of fuzzy around the edges a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, anytime she gets, she'll have like these attacks where she goes total blind uh, for a little while, and then it'll, you know, it, eventually she'll regain her partial sight. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get in there. They get pooping around Sandra's house. Eventually, Isaac, or Isaac finds the dead body hanging still in the basement. That's a motherfucker. Um, now, if you're paying attention here, we're going to, we're going to, there's some weird stuff going on between Isaac and Sandra. Mm-hmm. And Isaac knows his way around Sandra's house a little too well, mm-hmm. in, my, in my humble yes, opinion. Yes, I noticed. Immediately. You noticed that too? Okay, yes. good. All right, I'm glad. <laughs> and, uh, like, Isaac is going to specific areas in the house as if to, you know, hey, what are you doing? Get rid of that real quick mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. Then he goes down to the basement, finds a dead body. Oh, shit. Calls the police, here comes the detectives, they find the body. Turns out Sandra left a suicide note, which we, having seen the first part of the movie, know that she in fact did not leave, so that's kind of curious. Julia is not buying the suicide horseshit. Basically the note says that uh, Sandra didn't want to live without her eyesight, thus she took her own life. Julia's not buying it, so she's doing a little Scooby-Doo action there around the house. Isaac's like oh you know what dude this is this is bananas I'm really sorry we can't have you stressing out right now sweet pea because if you do you're going to lose your sight completely so how about we just get the fuck out of here as fast as we possibly can Mm -hmm. get you to a relaxing situation so that you don't have to worry about it don't have to go blind uh sandra's like uh you know i don't yeah well let me just take a look around she starts sniffing around she finds a weird hotel receipt in Mm -hmm. sandra's uh closet Mm -hmm. now that's kind (laughs) of strange hotel and it's a local hotel Mm -hmm. why would sandra leave her own house to go stay at a hotel that's like four blocks away that's kind of (laughs) curious so while she's you know that's kind of weird she starts looking around she finds that there's like a uh, um I guess you'd call it like a guide, guideline that leads Sandra, would have led Sandra to the neighbor's house, mm-hmm. which means that Sandra was making regular visits to the neighbor's house. Right. So Julia's like, Mom, she talked to the neighbor, huh? I'm going to go talk to the neighbor. So she goes and talks to the neighbor. It's a little old lady by the name of Mrs. Soledad. And we find out that, uh, Sandra, you know, and Mrs. Soledad were pretty close. Mrs. Soledad is also blind, by mm-hmm. the way. And that's why the guideline was set up. And, uh, Julia's getting the idea that maybe there was a boyfriend Mm -hmm. involved here with Sandra, And that's kind of curious. She's not buying the suicide angle. And she thinks there may be foul play afoot, which Mm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So she talks to Mrs. Soledad. Mrs. Soledad's like, uh, you know, she might have mentioned something about a guy, but she was not very trusting of dudes. And I don't know, man, maybe, maybe not. And then she's like, well... What about this motel receipt I found here? What's this all about? She's like, oh, I don't know about that, but I think she was she went to this um, treatment center for, for blind people. She'd go there and hang out sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Julie's like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to tell Isaac. I'm just going to get in a cab right here from Mrs. Soledad's place and go straight to this blind center for the blind here. So she goes there, and like a real purvo. She starts sniffing around the ladies' locker room, but being real stealth like with it, you know what I mean. <laughs> now these these ladies are blind, and they're all in there in various states of undress. And Julia walks in, and she's like, "Ooh."
1: And there was another thing that I pointed out. What's that? Was so we're to believe that all blind women in the world are thin and have nice boobs and are skinny bullshit i'm gonna
0: disagree with you there my dear oh
1: because of that one uh
0: there were some haggard looking broads <laughs> well, but in they that.
1: weren't like fat chicks well,
2: they weren't they, no mean?
0: but i mean like
1: i'm uh, not buying it not everybody is skinny that is blonde no well
0: obviously not <laughs> clearly but uh, especially like okay so these these chicks are in there there yes in, i don't know what they were doing Uh, before julia got there but they apparently took a group shower Mm -hmm. together and now they're all uh hanging around the locker room in various states of undress talking shit Mm -hmm. about sandra so julia walks in and she decides she's gonna play it cool for a minute and just overhear what they're saying mind you Mm -hmm. she's standing right in the middle of all of them i know um they're like yeah that's sandra she's a real weirdo yeah some yeah i don't know it wasn't me
1: Oh no no no. I oh. mean I would be able to smell someone. Oh, no, I thought you were... sniffed
0: a fart. Oh I, no. I, I caught a whiff of some. No. I thought there was a fart in here too. No, I
1: was like I wasn't going
0: to say anything. I thought it was you cuz <laughs> she's,
1: she's standing there and I'm like you would be able to smell her. I don't
0: know. I don't know what they're I mean they're in a locker room. I imagine it stinks already, but they're basically talking shit about Sandra and mm-hmm. one of them brings up, "Oh, she had that uh, that new boyfriend and you know, she never came around here anymore." uh eventually they're like hey there's somebody in here so mm-hmm. they all they all kind of like group together and then they grab julia and julia's like oh shit i'm really sorry um i'm julia i'm sandra's sister i came here just to see what was going on and they're like okay great but who's that guy that's here with you mm-hmm. and she's like there's nobody there's no guy here with me so then she looks over and she sees like a shadowy dude in the corner mm-hmm. and he darts out of there yes so she goes taken off after him
2: mm-hmm.
0: runs up into the street eventually the guy loses her and Julia's like, well, what the fuck was that all about? Gets in a cab, goes back. Now this is like three hours later, mind you. She goes back to Sandra's house to find Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac's like, what the fuck, man? You've been at the neighbor's house for three hours. And she's like, yeah, we, you know, we got talking, and she made me tea, and uh, and uh, you know, she likes to talk a lot. And she and he's like, you know what? I went over to the neighbor's house, and you weren't there. You lying bitch. That's right. And she's like, all right. Then I went, she said the fucking uh, center to go to, and then I went there instead, mm-hmm. and I th- I really think Sandra had a boyfriend, by the way, mm-hmm. and, you know, at this point, Isaac starts getting a little, not necessarily nervous, but he's, like, uh, a little pushy. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Right All
1: there, I was like, Oh. It's on you. <laughs> you were the you boyfriend. son
0: of a bitch, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I feel like though if I was that I feel. I mean, why bother cheating? You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it with your wife's identical <laughs> twin, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose <laughs> of cheating? What you want is something that's different, and new. But that's I don't know. That's just me. So. Isaac's like come on man we got to get the fuck out of here you're stressing out you're gonna go blind if you keep this shit up You're gonna have another one of your attacks and Julia's like oh god you know what you're right you're absolutely right well let's get out of here let's just uh I don't want to be in her house anymore mm-hmm. let's get out here let's go stay at a, a quiet little hotel over here so she takes him to the exact same hotel mm-hmm. where Sandra's receipt was from yes uh she gets in there they're having a, they're having a great time it's quiet uh they have dinner at the little hotel uh bar area whatever the fuck place the waitress comes over and he's like hey good fancy meeting you here again i knew you would uh you you had green eyes by the way you had bandages on your face last time and julie like hey wait a minute you fucker i'm not sandra i'm her identical twin sandra passed away uh Sandra was in here and she had bandages on her eyes Mm -hmm. and he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. uh, She was in here by the way. She had bandages on. She just had an operation on her eyeballs and uh, she said she would come back later. And if I guess the correct color of her eyeballs, then maybe we could, uh, I don't know. Maybe I could have sex with her. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, You know, as Spanish people, you know (laughs) how they do it. Uh, Julia's like, Hey, 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 listen, man. Was she here with a guy? And the waiter's like, yeah, yeah, she was here with the guy. Who's the guy? And he's like, ah, uh, he was kind of tall, but kind of short. And he had, might have been long hair, but it was kind of short hair too. And he was wearing a th- Thing with a thing basically gives her an ex- a zero on the description other than to say yeah. that he was she was there with a guy mm-hmm. but he cannot describe this guy at all mm-hmm. all right so while they're having this conversation the little janitor dude off to the side mm-hmm. who's a creepy old guy with a weird scar on his head for no apparent reason is overhearing all this and he's mm-hmm. like oh is this fucking shit is this i don't know uh but um that's going on uh Isaac gets up and leaves the table, and then, like, the, as soon as the waiter leaves, there's like a weird pandemonium situation in the kitchen. So Julia gets up to look, if, again with this shadowy guy. She chases him down into the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the the weird little janitor dude shows up, and he's like, "Hey, you're you're Sandra's sister, you're Julia." And he, she's like, "Yeah, actually, I am. Do you know what do you know about Julia?" Or uh, Sandra, and he's like, she was here with a guy, but he was like a zero guy, and she's like, what are you talking about? And he gives this long-winded explanation about how some people don't have any light in them, so when they walk into a room, they are completely unnoticed in any way, shape, or form. Everybody mm-hmm. ignores them, and uh, that you know that I guess that makes sense somehow. So from there, Julie is like, well, all right, that's weird. So she goes back up to talk to Isaac. Isaac's like, "Hey man, you uh, I don't know where you've been. You've been in the bathroom for the last twenty five minutes or what?" And she's like, "No, I, the janitor guy and all this stuff." So they leave and everything's cool for a minute. But now we're going to cut to the janitor guy, mm-hmm. who, in a very bizarre and somewhat pornographic way, is I guess living in the basement of this mm-hmm. this hotel, and uh, he's got like a, uh, I don't know. I guess he bathes like bathes like in this weird uh, mop closet situation with a weird hanging light that is suspended by a pulley. Mm-hmm. So he's in there taking a bath, naked, of course, mm-hmm. and somebody drops the po- the light on the pulley and the light splashes down and electrocutes the poor old guy. He's yeah. dead. Uh, here comes the cops. The cops got to ask a bunch of questions, start talking to Julia. Julia's like, ah, the fucking uh, he said there was somebody here with my sister. Cut to the next day. We have to actually go to Sandra's funeral. This is where things get even weirder because they're there. Sandra's being interred. That sucks. Um, while they're there, a little old guy comes up to Julia and he's like, "Hey, man." Um, I'm Leah's father. Leah and Sandra were kind of close friends. And Leah was just wondering uh, if Sandra left a suicide note by any chance. And if you're paying attention. Now, there's something to remember here. And we have to kind of call back here for a second. Because um, Ivan, or not Ivan, I'm getting ahead of myself. Isaac was the one that found the suicide note. He did not show it or mention it to Julia. Mm-hmm. Now, we're thinking, me and Monica at least, are thinking it's because Sandra and Isaac were having sex on the side, which is a factual statement. But we're thinking Isaac wants to keep that quiet because he doesn't want to wreck his, rec- his relationship with Julia. But things are going to get even weirder here because Leah, the neighbor girl, is asking about Sandra's suicide note via her father Blasco. Blasco's like a little old guy, and he seems pretty pathetic. But they're like, no. Isaac jumps in. He's like, no, no, she didn't leave a suicide note. Just don't worry about that. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm <clears throat> something about a thing. I don't know. So Isaac's like, oh, shit. All right, I'm going to go tell my daughter. I, I think Leah was probably 10 or 11 years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, all right. So that's where they take off. Now, at this point, while... Uh, Julia is saying her last goodbyes to Sandra via the gravesite somebody comes up and puts a hand on Julia and she thinks it's um, Isaac but Mm -hmm. it's not it's Mm -mm. just she turns around there's nobody there Mm -hmm. which is creepy and weird so Mm -hmm. there's like a disappearing dude here that Mm -hmm. we're trying to find out it's the zero guy it's the zero guy Monica (laughs) who is quite possibly having sex with (gasps) Julia's identical twin sister which is kind of hot in a weird way because she was pretty hot um so from there, things are going to get even weirder because now we have police involvement. They're asking questions about the dead janitor. Uh, Julia's pointing them in the direction of um, this mysterious boyfriend that we can't put a finger on that may have been Sandra's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, Julia's she's starting to get even more stressed out. Julia's eyes are getting worse. That... Mm-hmm weird cloud thing that she sees around everything is getting bigger and bigger and it's making it harder for her to see she's she ends up having one of these weird spaz attacks where she goes total blind so they have to take her to the optometry no like the eye physician Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what this guy's name is or what his deal is but they she, she it's like a specialist in this field Uh, he confirms that she does have this degenerative Mm -hmm. eye disease and it's getting worse and she doesn't have a lot of time. So they need to give her the operation to hopefully um, reverse this, whatever this fucking thing is. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, God, do, do I have to have that shit? I don't know. While they're there, our mystery man shows up again. She's walking down the halls. Now, mind you, she's probably about 30% blind at this point. Mm-hmm. So she has to do a lot of feeling in the hallways. She can kind of see, like, straight on. Peripheral peripheral, peripheral vision is mm-hmm. horseshit. Uh, she's, like, trying to feel her way down the hallway to catch this dude. She crosses another room. Where she sees another lady that is completely blind, and she sees a young man helping her, a guy by the name of Ivan, or Yvonne, as they say. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, uh, okay, i got to try to find this guy. So she keeps hauling ass after this guy. Mm. Uh, now this part is really fucked up, because apparently Isaac, well, not necessarily, but we'll find out later, there was a different thing, but... Isaac just abandoned her at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, Isaac, Isaac, I'm going blind here. Where the fuck are you? Nobody can find Isaac. Eventually, the police detective comes up and she's like, hey, the fucking guy, Sandra's possible ex-boyfriend or whatever murderer of the old janitor guy is right over there. So they go chasing him. At the end, they can't find Isaac, though. Mm-hmm. So, okay, fuck all. Fast forward to that night. Uh, the police are questioning julia there at the hospital and um, one of the minor police detectives or patrolman rolls up and he's like hey dude uh we just swung by sandra's house and there's a light on in that fucking house we think our mystery boyfriend might be there right now mm-hmm. so the main detective is like get everybody over there right now we're going to get to the bottom of this shit so police go in there they bring julia with them for some mm-hmm. reason i don't know why um uh, they get in there they storm sandra's house. Completely empty, they go down to the basement, and lo and behold, fucking Isaac has hung himself Mm -hmm. in the basement. And he has left a full-on suicide note, which details everything. He was, in fact, having sex with Sandra. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this, Monica. You've seen this movie in its entirety, and Mm -hmm. you know the ending. Mm -hmm. Do you think he was, in fact, having sex with Sandra? Oh, yeah. Because that could have been fabricated by our culprit who has been,
1: you don't think so? The part that absolutely confirmed it was the part that we um, went over where, remember when they went to the parking garage or something and she wanted the videotapes? Yes. But somebody had already told her, oh, well, Isaac already said not to show you and he took those tapes. Why would you do that?
0: Well, his 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 cover story. His cover story was that he didn't want to stress her out. Right. By you know causing more blindness yeah. and all that shit. All they right, were doing nah, it. Yeah, right. I'm you're right I'm ninety percent sure you're right, <laughs> but that could come into question later in the movie. So uh, she's like, oh fuck! They find the dead body of, of Isaac mm-hmm. when they tell her she has another spaz attack, goes completely mm-hmm. blind, and they have to help her out of there because she's now completely blind uh to get her back to the hospital blind is cannot see a fucking thing now doctor comes in he's like hey dude um you got one shot and it all depends on whether or not we do this operation we do it right we do it once Mm -hmm. you we might be able to reverse the effects you can have your eyeballs back Mm -hmm. uh we fuck this up or You know, it gets fucked up in another way, and you're going to be blind forever, and that's just how it's going to go. All right, fuck. So that's what we got to do. Has the operation. It's a real motherfucker, man. So she, I don't know what they did to her eyeballs, but I'm sure it was painful and disgusting. Um, Doctor comes in afterward. He's like, hey, dude, you got these bandages on your eyeballs. You got to leave them on for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to keep you here in the hospital for two weeks. We're going to come change your bandages. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to help you around, get you some food, help you to the bathroom, all that shit. You're going to love it. She's like, No way, man. I do not want to be in a hospital for two weeks because I hate hospitals. I get that. But Mm -hmm. if you're blind, I feel like.
1: Yeah, you want the help.
0: Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? She's like, No. No, 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 no. Take me to my sister's house. I want to be there. At least I kind of half-ass know my way around the sister's house. Like, oh, shit, you crazy bitch. All right, that's what you want. That's what we'll do. Take her to her sister's house. We get a quick little montage of her basically wrecking the joint because she can't see a fucking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. phone rings. She smacks the shit out of the whole living room, breaks every stick of furniture <laughs> trying to get to it. And uh, eventually they're like, okay, you fucking knucklehead. Here's our man, Yvonne. He is our number one dude when it comes to all things blind people. We're going to have him stop by, uh, I don't know, maybe once a day, just check up on you, help you with your, um, I don't know, get you some food, uh, maybe uh, wipe your butt if you need it, whatever, whatever you need, man. You tell Yvonne, he's our guy. Mm-hmm. So Yvonne shows up, and at first she's being a real bitch to him, and mm-hmm. uh, we're getting some more like weird POV stuff of mm-hmm. somebody skulking around the house, mm-hmm. but... And this is, this is where they got, they, got they, they threw me off here because Yvonne's in the house. Somebody else is in the house because we cut to that POV cam and Julia's in the house. So there's three parties involved here, at least at this point. So we're like, what the fuck is happening here? Uh, Julia has a key. That she does not 100% know what it, it goes to. It was just there. Mm-hmm. But she knows it's there and she knows it goes to something because it kind of has like a Krampus bell yeah. on it. So she knows when that little bell rings, she knows that that's where the key is and she's got to figure out what that key goes to because that obviously means something to Sandra and how she actually died. So um, Yvonne's in the house. We get like a uh, – first First, she's a real a real. see you next Tuesday to him. She's like, oh, I asked for a female, blah, 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 blah. And then Yvonne's like, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to help you out anyway. Can I make you some tea? Can I get you some food? And she's like – and then eventually they start to kind of – she kind of grows dependent on him a little bit. And we're getting close to we – get, we're getting close to the end of the two weeks. But before that, we get a blind chick falling in love montage of Yvonne like, you know – Helping her around the house and teaching her to how to feel her way through the house and mm-hmm. things like that And then we get a very uh touching moment there towards the end of the montage where They're sitting out under the stars and julia tries to kiss yvonne But yvonne gets all oh, it's not professional. I gotta get out of here blah, blah, blah. Now if you're paying attention here monica You'll notice that we in that entire montage in that entire two weeks. We never once see yvonne's face Oh, yeah, which is kind of weird <laughs> And that, because we had seen it earlier when she was walking past the room, mm-hmm. and Yvonne looked like a pretty uh, plain kind of a guy. I mean, there was nothing wrong with him, but um, I don't know why we're not seeing it now. We'll figure right. we'll figure it out mm-hmm. here in a minute uh so at this point we're like oh what the f- okay well you know things are looking up here you know she's falling in love with this yvonne guy he seems like a sweet dude he's helping her with the blindness thing and all that stuff so you know maybe he's okay
1: never mind that her husband just passed away like just days ago well
0: we we fall in love that fast okay couple of things <laughs> we found out number one her husband was a piece of shit and was banging her identical right. twin sister and he committed suicide that's a an open and close case, theoretically. Mm -hmm. All right, so things are a little wacky here, but she's falling in love. Can we be happy for her for two Mm -hmm. seconds? Yeah,
1: we'll be happy for her. She
0: wants to have sex with Yvonne. Uh Yvonne's playing hard to get. Uh Why, I have no idea. I would have banged her little uh, Spanish nipples right out of that sweater, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, So Yvonne's like, no, I don't don't feel right about this. I have to go. And then as he's leaving, he's like, here's a pager. Um, If you don't want me to come back in the morning, then page me and tell me not to come back. But if you don't page me, then I'm going to assume everything's cool and then I'm going to put a dick on you tomorrow when I come back. And she's like, okay, I love you. Love. Uh, Yvonne leaves. Mm-hmm. Now we cut back to that creepy POV cam that is skulking about the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia feels her way upstairs to get ready for bed. She hears the key. ching a ching a ching 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 and the Krampus bell go off. She's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? There's somebody here in my house. Mm -hmm. What the shit is this all about? Right. She goes feeling around the house trying to figure out what's going on. She gets uh, Yvonne on the pager. She's like, dude, get your sexy ass back here right now and uh, have sex with me. But after you find out who this motherfucker in my house is, Mm -hmm. he's like, all right, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. She thinks there's somebody in the house, which Mm -hmm. there is. We know that because of the POV Mm cam. She goes running out into her backyard, which is like a weird courtyard kind of a situation. Because she goes out into the backyard, goes up up the steps, and mm-hmm. then she's immediately in somebody else's backyard. Yeah. I don't know if they have like a communal backyard over there or what's going on. Starts banging on somebody else's door, and it turns out to be Blasco, who's the little old guy who was the father of Leah, who was uh, Sandra's best <laughs> friend. Only friend, really. Mm-hmm. Blasco lets her in. He's like, hey, how are you there, baby? You coming on in here? You, you got that? She's like, can you call the cops, please? There's somebody in my house. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, come on in here. Uh, he picks up the phone to call the cops. He's like, oh, the line's dead. Let me get my cell phone. And then he immediately starts feeling Julia all up every which way. But she's like, get your, I'm trying, I'm blind and I'm scared and I'm sopping wet, which was pretty fucking hot, if I might say so myself. She's like, get your fucking hands off me, you prick. And uh, Blasco's like, all right, sorry, I'm going to go get my cell phone. I'll call over my cell phone. As soon as he leaves the room, Julia's like, oh hell no. This guy's getting creepy. She walks over to the phone, picks it up. There's a fucking dial tone. Mm-hmm. She calls the cops herself. Hey, there's somebody in my house, hangs up the phone, goes hauling ass out of there because she don't want to get felt up anymore. Blasco comes running out after. Her. Julia, come back here. I gotta call her. I gotta put my hands on you, you're gonna love it. She's like, Oh hell no, dude. Uh, by that time, Yvonne is there and he grabs her and like pulls her into an alley. He's like, Hey dude, what the hell's going on here? she's like it's that creepy little Blasco man he's been running around up in my house probably uh I don't know man he's creepy and he's up in my house doing stuff and I don't want it I don't want any part of it and by the way she found the uh um Krampus Bell keychain there in his house she's like he's got uh this which he took from my house and now I'm scared I don't want to go back to my house so Yvonne's like perfect baby perfect (laughs) Let's go back to my place. Let's go back to my place, Monica. We'll make you feel safe and warm and get some tea and stuff. (laughs) They go back to Yvonne's place, which is like a shitty apartment. Uh, He gets her in there. His intentions seem well at first. Uh, um, Calm down. Relax. I'm going to get you a blanket. We'll get you dried off. You sleep in my bed. I'll take the couch. You're safe here. Uh, I'm sure the cops will be coming any second now, and everything's going to be 100% cool. Um, she starts uh, like feeling around again while um, Yvonne's out of the house. Suddenly, she gets grabbed by somebody. It's uh, Lily, Leah. Leah's like, "Hey, you crazy bitch! You got to get the fuck out of here!" And Julia's like, "What?" No, your dad is all touchy-feely, and he stole the key from my place. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 no. Come, come over here. Let me talk to you. This guy, this fucking Yvonne guy, mm-hmm. he's your real problem. Uh, your sister was having nightmares about somebody sticking needles in her eye while she was trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that was when the degenerative disease kicked in. And uh, it was this dude that has been creeping around your house. I've been watching the whole time. My dad's a pervo. I'll give you that. But he's just lonely and he's had a couple of shots tonight. So he's, you know, feeling himself a little bit. But he's, you know, I apologize. That was weird. But this dude is your real problem. Now, bear with me, uh, Julia. If you take your fucking bandages off, it's been pretty close to two weeks. Go and use your, your Krampus Bell key. Go into that little side room there and you're going to find a whole murder montage of pictures and uh, like a weird shrine to you and your sister. Mm-hmm. So Julia's like, uh, I don't know about that. So we get a little cat and mouse game going on through the uh, apartment. Julia's trying to play it cool. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want Yvonne knowing that she does, in fact, have uh, her sight back. But... She takes her her bandages off and the first thing she sees is uh, that Leah has been Michael Myers to the wall... Via the throat with a large butcher knife. Mm-hmm. So now Julia has to play blind mm-hmm. while uh, Yvonne kind of leads her around and is like, come on over here. I'm going to help you. Let's get some tea in you." And she's like, "Uh, is there somebody else here? I don't. I thought I. Uh, is there like a girl? I think there was a girl. I felt like there was a girl here." And he's like, "No, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Not a girl. Definitely not a girl. Pinned to my wall by her throat." Uh, so Yvonne gets a little a little clever here he's like I'm gonna make you some more tea sweet pea he uh, gets some tea and puts some kind of a weird narcotic in it and -hmm. then he hands it to Julia Julia saw the whole fucking thing so she's like thanks for the tea Um, could you just go and uh, check on the fridge or something real quick so he does that and then she switches the tea cups Mm -hmm. Yvonne notices as soon as he sits down he's like this bitch switched the fucking tea cups because she can fucking see me you're not blind at all you hooker so in a rather ingenious move yvonne the guy that we thought was yvonne takes julia to a weird side room where he's got a, a freezer set up he says hey uh julia do me a favor just uh do you feel this freezer right here could you just pop that pop good pop it open for me you mind i'm gonna come over here and do something and she's like oh yeah sure So pops it open there's the real Yvonne he's dead he's in the freezer she sees him and goes oh fuck I got you now you bitch you can see this whole time now we have a real cat and mouse game (sighs) Julia's like uh yeah you're crazy sidekick to the chops I'm gonna run right the fuck out of here here comes Yvonne or the guy that we thought was Yvonne chasing her around um, Julia gets pretty, pretty smart. She jumps out of the, uh, the apartment and just goes running around the corner. Now, apparently this apartment building is all of about 16 feet away from the house where Julia lived or mm-hmm. Sandra lived which is another six feet away from where Mrs. Soledad lived. Mm -hmm. So Julia, who now has regained the ability to see, is like, fuck this, I'm not going to Sanders' house, cuts right through the backyard into Mrs. Soledad's house. Mm -hmm. Now, earlier in the movie, Mrs. Soledad was complaining about her son who uh, abandoned her after she went blind. And she's like, oh, that piece of shit, he's a real pain in the ass. His name's Angel. Uh, She goes in there and she's like, dude, you got to call the cops, Mrs. Soledad, because there's a crazy Yvonne chasing me around. I think he made me blind, the prick, and, uh, you know, he's coming here to kill me any minute. As they're having this conversation, we see Yvonne pop up behind um, Mm -hmm. um, Julia. Julia turns around. She's like, "Oh, he's in the house now. I'm going to get the fuck out of here, Uh, um, fucking Yvonne, if that is, in fact, your real name, or I'm going to stab your ass. Now, Mrs. Soledad is behind mm-hmm. uh, Julia at this point. She's on the phone with the cops, or so we think. And then Mrs. Soledad just kind of looks and, wow, I'm not blind, and that's actually my son, Angel, who abandoned me ten years ago. <laughs> and then she knocks out um, Julia. Yeah. What the fuck? Of all the fucking houses to run to... You son of a bitch. Yeah, I... I it was just
1: weird how this son little fucking ro- bitch. row was all tied it's, together.
0: There's like three houses. <laughs> rapist, rapee, mother of rapist, And they're yeah. all right there in a nice little neighborhood there for you. Oh, and then the next house down is a horny uh, alcoholic dad and teenage murder victim. So um, they tie Julia up, unfortunately. Um, Soledad and Angel have like this dialogue you piece of shit you abandoned me uh, but you're not blind so who cares you're fine right it's like yo oh, but I had to pretend to be blind because you know you're running game on these chicks and eventually uh, Angel kills Mrs. Soledad his mom mm-hmm. strangles her and then puts a needle right in the fucking eyeball of Julia mm. that was a hard scene to watch oh god because yeah. you there is full penetration on that bad oh. guy and i like, oh, fuck, right in my eye?
2: God damn it.
0: So he like re-injects her with whatever the fuck that attacks the optic nerve. Basically re-jump, jump-starting that whole degenerative disease all over again. But this time it's going to be much more fast acting and much more intense from what he says. So she's like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. And he's like, come on, we're going to get in the car uh she's like no we're not getting in the car the police are on the way because luckily mrs soledad did manage to call the cops before she realized that it was her Her son son. so cops are already on the on the way there she's like i'm not getting the fucking car with you uh julia as her vision is fading runs to a i guess like an electrical panel and just starts ripping fuses out of it which Mm -hmm. causes the whole place to go completely dark so now they're both blind cops show up Uh, Kick the door in. Julia's like, he's here, he's here, he's here. They come in with their guns drawn. All she has is like a flashbulb to track him down. And when the cops come in with their flashlights, they're like, oh, there he is right there. And so apparently the the whole crux of this Angel slash Yvonne character is that he was so completely plain that he was just totally unnoticeable to anybody at any time because... He just had zero personality, and Mm -hmm. there was nothing memorable about him at all, which gave him a chameleon-like ability, I guess. Now, I've hung out with some boring people in my life. I could tell you about them. I remember them, and, you know, I mean, I don't want to hang out with them again because they're that fucking boring. But, you know, it's not like they they don't have, like, a predator, you know, camouflage ability. But apparently this guy does because it takes him like 20 minutes of tracking him with the flashlight to actually find him. And he's like, there he is. And he's like, don't look at me. Nobody can look at me. And then that's pretty much he pulls out the knife and slits his own throat. And that's pretty much the end of your movie, except that we then get uh, Julia. uh, There's some kind of a romantic thing where Isaac said that the universe was in her eyes and she wanted to see the universe before she goes completely blind. So she goes to the mirror and looks in her own eyes, and that's the end of your movie, Here, Monica. I thought it was a good show. Monica has been yawning her face off I... the entire time I'm running <laughs> running you through this one. What didn't you like about this, Monica?
1: Uh, this was uh, to me. This was a thriller movie. Yeah. it wasn't a horror movie. Yeah. So I was just sitting there the whole time, going, you know what? How dare these guys pick this movie when they won't even watch 10 to Midnight. But I watched watch 10 to Midnight. they watch
0: this movie. I watched 10 to Midnight and I did uh, not pick this movie by the way, my dear. I thought it was a pretty good show. I uh, It was okay. I couldn't yeah. figure out the killer. That twist at the end with uh, Mrs. Soledad and the, the mom thing, that was kind of cool. Um, mm. I thought it was all right. I, I tell you what, uh, Balin uh, Reda, whatever her name is, for she's fifty five years old. Mm. I would bang her fifty five year old dentures right out of her face. She had a body on her. What
1: year was the movie?
0: Two thousand ten. Oh. She's fifty five right now. She oh, was forty five okay. at the time of the movie. Oh, okay. And I'm only forty two.
1: So yeah, I'm she, she
0: could she could cougar me.
1: She reminded me of like the sexy lawyer lady.
0: I like it. I her like a sexy lawyer. Teacher or something. That, like a librarian mm. type. Yeah, it was
1: an okay
0: movie. Uh, She didn't own any shorts that aren't cut down to the navel. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, every single... Like, those boobs are prominently displayed. She
1: was dressed in... uh... I love it. Tight clothes the whole time. I don't
0: think she wore a bra the whole time either. No. Because there's some nips in that. They,
1: they probably worried that this movie wouldn't do so good. So they were like, yeah, we're not putting a bra <laughs>
0: No. No. Um, you know what? Can we just go topless the whole movie? I think that's probably for the best. I don't know how we're going to p- get people in here. I thought it was a good show. Um, get One to five skulls, Monica. What do you think?
1: Uh, I give it a four.
0: I'm giving it four, too. Yeah.
1: I think I. Besides figuring out immediately that the husband and the sister were sleeping together, yeah, but yeah, the minute I saw the caretaker dude, I was like, oh, this is the guy.
0: The little That's, old guy?
1: Uh, no, no, no the uh, the Ivan guy. Right,
0: but that was the first, That was the real Ivan, Monica. That wasn't the Ivan. You know what I'm saying? Because oh. when she walked past the room, that was the real Ivan.
1: Yeah. Who later
0: showed up dead in fake Ivan's freezer. Was the,
1: okay, so was the... See, because I remember the one guy. Was he the one that... Re, he reminded me of the guy from Christine. Which guy? That owned Christine.
0: Which... The little nerdy dude. Okay, which guy reminded you of him? That had the... Uh, the, uh, the, the, fe- the vial. Angel. Yes. Angel. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's I who that. I thought was the killer,
0: like... I thought when I saw him I thought it was either gonna be real Ivan or the waiter. Because oh. the waiter was coming on pretty strong, dude. <laughs> He's like, Hey, you got hey <laughs> I knew your eyes were green, baby. You know what I mean? But we never saw him again. I figured it, Ivan was gonna have something to do with it because we spent that when she was walking past the room, we spent a little too much time looking at Ivan and reading his name tag. That's what I call mm. a Zep moment from huh. uh Saw.
1: Yeah, it was not a bad movie. No,
0: I dug it. It's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I found it on Amazon or uh, apparently on YouTube.
1: It's on YouTube. You can put English captions on it.
0: There you go, baby. Check (laughs) that shit out. For free. (laughs) For free. I had to pay four bucks for this fucking thing. We're going to take us a little break, you maniacs.
2: You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off of you You be crying every time I want
1: Like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some T-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: And we're back, Back. Monica. Yes. If I ever get like a degenerative eyeball disease, or if I just go flat out blind, here's what Mm -hmm. you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. You're gonna put me in a room. if you can make it smell like kissing potion in stale urine, that would be great. Uh, just for the ambiance. You're also going to play some techno music,
1: uh-huh.
0: and then you're going to hand me two water balloons and tell me I'm at a strip club. Oh, I'm okay. I'm not going to know the difference. Okay. I'm just going to, you know, every now and then uh, give me like a $5 bill. To put uh-huh. between the water balloons. Oh, I'll, I'm gonna have a dandy of a time. Okay, you can leave me there indefinitely. Well,
1: maybe I'll just bring this stripper over here.
0: We don't. You don't even have to. Just get some water balloons, babe. I'm not gonna know the difference, man. You know? <laughs> hey, ooh, hey, oh, what's your name? And then every. <laughs> My name's Cindy. You wanna go to the? You wanna go to the champagne room, big boy? Yeah, Cindy. Can you? You just, I'm, uh, just get me in there; that'd be great. Nobody, I'm—I'm going to be happy as a clam. You know, I'll sit there for days. Oh, uh, Cindy, Cindy no. come
1: back. If you were blind, mm. I'd like to play a game with you.
0: Oh, I don't like the sound of that at all. I,
1: I would like to have ten, nine women, okay. including your wife. All right, and everybody topless. Okay, and you got to f- see. We want to see if you'd oh. be able to feel <laughs> the right boobies. I'm going to need
0: about. A good four to five hours <laughs> with these ten women. I'm gonna get. I will get to the bottom of that. I'll find the right boobies. I can tell you that right now. I just need to feel my way through, and it's going to take a little while. Monica is a thing, you know. You don't want to jump into the wrong set of boobies. You got to be hundred percent sure. Might have to double check a few of these young ladies. Are you ready to get into the Terra Dome, baby doll? Yes. Let's do it.
2: No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering.
3: I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in.
1: I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll
3: try to you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll be Dream come true. Six-year-old child
2: with this blind, pale, emotionless face, with blackest eyes the, black the devil's eyes.
1: Welcome to the Terradome.
0: We'll start off with last week's winners. In the Inferno Conference round five, we had King Ghidorah versus Big Man Japan Mm -hmm. with a vote of 12 to 3. Big Man Japan advances! Woohoo Very interesting. You can do a lot of damage with a stick and a good attitude, baby doll. <laughs> or even a bad attitude. Just some dumb luck, really, is all you need. And that's all Big Man Japan needs, I feel like. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Fighting out of the red corner at a height of 45 meters, weighing in at 50,000 tons. He's of the species Mega Primus. His abilities include strength... Massive jaws, climbing abilities, agility, and acute senses. He is King Kong. And out of the blue corner. With a height, weight, height and weight that is non-applicable. He is of the species Gelatinous Alien. His powers include being amorphous and osmosis. He is the Blob. Monica, who do you think would win a fight between King Kong and the Blob? This is ridiculous. How is
1: it ridiculous? <sighs> Well, I love King Kong, okay. so I am taking my man.
0: How is he going to win that fight, do you I suppose? don't know.
1: That's why it's That's absurd. the problem. That's the problem. That's absurd. He's not
0: going to win the fight, Monica.
1: He's going to st- Can the blob travel through the ocean to the island where Kong is at?
0: Maybe. I'm sure. I don't know. But it's a possibility, you know? Damn blob. That's the blob. He's a fucking blob, dude. I'm taking the blob on that one because I'm thinking with a horror credential a horror IQ. Yeah, that's but
1: your, silverbacks are pretty smart too.
0: I don't think he can figure out the cold <laughs> thing. He's from he's from a <laughs> tropical environment.
1: Yeah, that. Well, uh,
0: <laughs> the way you gonna do? <laughs> There's no fire extinguishers over there. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just thinking out loud. All right, that's your Dome match for the weekend, mates. In the kaiju uh version of the Terra Dome Inferno Conference, we have King Kong versus the Blob. Get us your votes by next week if you can. The mental health hotline is Area Code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, 3870275 or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom Room at Hotmail.com. And if you don't want to vote for the Terra Dome, you can just call in, tell us what movies you watched. Uh mm-hmm. apparently calling yeah. me a turd is a is a fun thing to do. So says Tony anyway. Uh, but while you're you're calling me a turd we're gonna tell you what movies we got to watch this <laughs> ah. week what are you looking at How about House of the Witch Doctor from 2013? Have you seen this Oh one, my Roger? god,
1: I almost put it on that today. Did you? <laughs> yeah, while I was at work.
0: It's pretty, f- it's uh, <laughs> I
1: watched that once before.
0: Did you? You've seen it before?
1: Yeah, isn't the Witch Doctor in the basement or
0: something? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, it's played by Bill Mosley. Yes. Who is probably the whitest guy <laughs> possible <laughs> to play a voodoo witch doctor. It's, uh, <sighs> these two meth heads follow these college kids to a house party where they proceed to uh, rape and torture and fuck with him but then they find out that the house party was actually a uh, uh, like a setup for this voodoo ritual in which somebody had to be sacrificed so that worked out nicely Mm -hmm. Slash Dreams from 1974 have you seen this one? Mm -mm. also also billable under the name Sunburst for some goddamn reason Hmm. I feel like for some like I just have this weird inkling that you might for some reason like this movie it drove me fucking bonkers. <laughs> uh, you got these two college kids. It's it's from 1974, and it fits into that um, snow beast category of... An overall romantic movie with a very, very light dusting of horror. Oh, So you got these two kids. They've been uh, best friends. It's a guy and a girl. They've been mm-hmm. best friends since they were in kindergarten. They friend-zoned each other. But now they're going to go on this three-day hiking excursion where they fall in love. Mm. And we get a lot of folk music behind it while they're thinking about possibly kissing but not quite doing it because they are still in the friend zone and then they get attacked by two rubes where uh, the chick might be raped but it's mm-hmm. not kind of uh, one of them gets on top of her and like starts thrashing about but mm-hmm. then it's never really stated that she was raped. And wow. then a uh, 19 year old Robert England shows up.
2: Oh, and boy. you're like,
0: hey, oh, thank God somebody's here to save this movie. Mm-hmm. But then the guy whose girlfriend just got raped decides he's gonna go on this big revenge mission. So he goes down there to confront the two rubes where he immediately gets his ass kicked and then they all have a big laugh and that's the end of your movie. <laughs> wow. I did this one for the uh, Patreon show. Check that mm-hmm. out over on, on insomnia. Uh, Mad Movie from 2017. Have you heard of this? It's Mm-mm. Japanese. Mm-mm. So these four, two random chicks and two random guys get abducted from amusement park and forced into this weird maze. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like killers in there and they're being chased around and stuff, but they find ways to stop and have sex with each other. And then you find out one of them is in on it. It's it's Japanese, dude. It's from oh, 2017. Boy. A lot of weird sex stuff going oh, on here. Oh boy! Yeah, and uh, you find out one of them is in on it at the end, and it gets even even into even more <sighs> weird sex stuff because it's it's I, what else can I say? But it's Japanese and it's weird. I found this one on um, Midnight Pulp. Hmm. so oh
1: that channel is that channel is bananas yeah man i've been venturing on there too i
0: have been tempted to do the paid subscription (laughs) just so (laughs) i can unlock some of the really nutty stuff oh but i haven't (laughs) done it yet uh lastly i watched death ship from 1985 i got the uh, blu-ray for my
1: birthday i gotta check that
0: one out that's a good show nazi Mm -hmm. torture ship is set adrift and then a cruise ship goes down and the survivors have to climb aboard the Nazi torture Ooh. ship. And some weird shit goes down. George Kennedy in there? Yeah. Check that shit out. That's all I'm looking at, Monica. What do you got? He
1: was the man. Uh, I checked out that Shutter special, I guess. Yummy.
0: Mm. I've kind of uh, been flirting with that.
1: I liked it. You like it? I liked it. Seems it seems like
0: more of a comedy. Mm. Like I'll put it on the live stream and every now and then it'll be on. It's like a... Chick with huge cans, getting uh, blood thrown at her.
1: I wouldn't say it was comedy. It's no? definitely a zombie movie. Okay. Uh, and then I watched uh, the Silencing, which was pretty good. Okay. Uh, it was like a. He was, I guess, a big time hunter, and he turned into like the uh... oh god, what do you call it? The the guy who runs the. <laughs> The park where now they're taking care of the animals. You're not allowed to hunt, like a preserve. Okay. Yeah, one of those. But there's a serial killer on the loose in the woods. Look out. Yeah. And so he uses a bow and arrow to kill women and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. And my favorite, Uncle Peckerhead.
0: I've been looking at that.
1: You know what? I thought it was really good. Okay. They had a good budget. The acting was good. All right. Um, the special effects just a little cheesy, right. but it was enjoyable.
0: Where'd you find that one?
1: Uh, any of the sites? Okay, the I'm gonna check that, that out. And, yeah, even uh, the parole officer was like, "This was pretty good." Oh. I watched it twice now. Oh, look out! Yeah,
0: a double viewing. Yes. Yeah, so right that that on. Was good. That's all you're looking at. Yep. Right on, dude. Let's do some immersion therapy, then, shall we?
1: Immersion Therapy.
0: What would you think of Cargo, man?
1: I did not watch it. Well... <gasps> I did... When I read what it was about, I was like, dude, I'm not watching
3: this movie.
0: I I get I, that. I... If I had seen this before I saw <sighs> a Train to Busan, oh. I probably would have loved it. They're basically the same fucking movie.
1: I just didn't...
0: You yeah, just the couldn't whole, get interested.
1: The whole like father and daughter little kid, I'm just like, mm.
0: it I, it felt very much to me like a Train to Busan knockoff. It's no. it's I mean there are some differences obviously, but I mean it's 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 another zombie movie trying to pull on your goddamn heartstrings. Mm. And it would have worked mm-hmm. if I had seen this before Train to Busan. Mm. But I did not. Thus, okay. Train to Busan knockoff. It's <laughs> not to say it's a bad movie. Uh-huh. If you want to see a different version of Train to Busan, Cargo. Is
1: it cryable? Not, I mean... Oh, just give it away. I don't think... Does it, the kid get... Does he get rid of the kid or what? Does well, he find somebody? No, he dies oh. at the end,
0: obviously. Oh. It's, it's the same thing as Train to Busan. He dies at the end? Of so course.
1: what happens to the kid?
0: The kid goes on with a different group. Oh, my God. It's the same thing, dude. It's the exact same (sighs) thing. It's not a bad... uh, You get that teary moment at the end where she's saying goodbye and, oh, my God. And I don't know. I mean... But I think the problem was that having seen Train to Busan and other movies very similar, uh, The Girl with All the Gifts, um, other movies very similar to it, you know, as as soon as we see these two... Uh, The Road. The Road. I was thinking
1: of that one. Uh,
0: As soon as you see these two people in this post-apocalyptic landscape, and you know they're very deeply connected and depending on each other, you know one of them's going to die. And Mm. it's sure as shit not going to be the kid. Yeah. So once you resign yourself to that fact, you're on a death clock, homeboy, (laughs) and you've got about uh, an hour and 15 minutes (gasps) before your clock gets punched, then you can say, okay, I know where this is going. I can prepare myself. You know. You can uh-huh. watch it more, a little more objectively. Hmm. That being said, uh, the characters were fine. They weren't as um, endearing as the people in Train to Busan, I felt. Um, you know, it's uh, it's the same thing. It's the hmm. same tearjerker, pull-on-your-fucking-heartstrings uh, post-apocalyptic mm. shitstorm. Yeah. It's fine.
1: That's why I was like, nah, I don't want to watch it. this. I could <laughs> skip
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know, if one for this show, I'd definitely skip it. <gasps> All right, kiddo, uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be We Summon the Darkness from 2019. Find this bad guy on Netflix. It stars Alexandra Daddario. She does not get naked in this one. I already watched it. Uh, In Johnny Knoxville. Have you seen this one before, Monica? Yeah. What did you think of this?
1: Oh, I liked it.
0: What did you think of Johnny Knoxville in this one?
1: Oh, I don't really think nothing. He you know what? Johnny Knoxville reminds me of my junkie brother <laughs> Just think of Johnny Knoxville on drugs. That's I, my brother
0: he is i don't he's not aging well. it doesn't look like no I mean he's
1: too skinny.
0: and he's just you know I mean he's in good shape, but god damn <laughs> like from the neck up. I imagine that that jackass lifestyle is taking its toll on him.
1: Uh, he just has bad skin. Yeah,
0: that could be that, too. <laughs> Check that out, inmates. We'll do the same in Compare Notes next week. First, we got to educate Darian and then Monica.
1: Educating Miss Monica.
0: Who was I last week? My uh, wife and kid got killed. I thought it was a car accident, but it could have been something else. Then this fat guy shows up with a weird device, says he has their voice post-mortem, and I need to come listen to it. So I listen to it for a few minutes, and then weird other voices start piping in, and they're angry and yelling at me. Then I have to go to this weird construction site all of a sudden in the middle of the fucking night, and uh, nothing good's going to happen there. I was white noise. Alan got me. Michael Keaton. The Michael Keaton classic, really. Yeah.
1: I don't knock anything about Michael Keaton. I just recently watched uh, that crazy movie he's in. Birdman? No, uh, Multiplicity. Oh, I like that
0: one. That's pretty (laughs) good. It's a good movie. Right on. on. All right, Alan, you got me this week. Monica, who might... I'm going to hand the keys back over to the (sighs) professional here. Monica, what do you got?
1: This was very, very tough. All right. Everybody's going to get this. Shit. When a stranger shows up on your doorstep, that's when trouble starts at the local bar. Now there is one dead drug dealer and one dead gun dealer. Both were shot in the head and a few missing as well. Now they have found him and everyone must die. He believes all loose ends must be cleaned up. Last clue. Like the song says, I'm haunted by your soul.
0: Hmm. It's pretty vague.
1: I I couldn't give any more away because this is a a lot of everybody liked this movie. Yeah? Yeah. Uh Huh. We loved
0: it. Gun dealer and a drug dealer. (laughs) The local bar. No. No. All right. Think about that, inmates. (laughs) She'll spill the beans next week. Uh, In the meantime, I think that's about going to do us for the week. Thank you guys very much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Mm -hmm. PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you find anything you need to know about us. We have our Patreon link there. Uh, September, October. November is actually Monica's month. December is wide open Mm. if anybody wants that. Tony, go let us know what you want us to do in October. Please can it got please be some goddamn horror movies and not some dumb stuff in October? <laughs> we got we got saddled down with some dumb stuff last October. It didn't it just, it kinda of bummed me out.
1: Do I we have it, like five Tuesdays in October? In
0: October we have Hold on now. Well, no, we only four. have four. Okay. So so let's make them good ones. You know what, Tony? Why don't you pick your favorite horror movies? all yeah, time
1: pick good ones.
0: I have faith in you. Let's let's pick some good mm-hmm. ones. Um, I think. Other than that, I think that's <laughs> about it, right? Do we have anything else to talk about? You got anything else on the week, baby doll? No. All right, four. Buddy and Absentia. Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, weird, maybe rape situations. Nazi torture ships. Mm-hmm. Um, people with degenerative eye disease. Mm-hmm new TV series based on old horror movies with celebrities that I absolutely want to have sex with Mm. and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye!